Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, 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 welcome into Drummer Daily. I'm Daniel Hathaway. I'm so happy you could join me. Hey, this is episode number 167, so you can check out show notes for this episode at danielhadaway.com slash 167. And incidentally, um, we're coming to the time of the year where I like to hear a little bit about you and who you are and where you are and what you do and don't like about this show. So the way you can do that is by filling out a super short, I think it takes less than five minutes, survey just about who you are, like I said, and what you do and don't like about the show. And the easiest way to find the link to that survey is just by going to the show notes for this episode or any episode of the podcast. Uh, so you can just go to danielhadaway.com slash 167, and right underneath the player for this episode, you'll see a link to the survey. If you'll click on that and fill that out, it will help me so much in making sure that I'm doing what you like, and I don't do what you don't like, and also that I can keep making this Show. So I really appreciate if you would do that. DanielHadaway.com slash 167. So today we are going to talk about, I realized that I haven't done much recently about specific playing techniques or anything to do with playing. Um, we've talked a lot about a career as a drummer, you know, relationships, networking, things like that. But I also know there's many of you out there who want to hear me talk about more about playing and those kinds of things. And one reason why sometimes it's hard for me to talk about playing is that I don't just ha- I just don't have the ability on a podcast to um, efficiently record myself playing the drums and teach that way. So it's really hard. Um, also, I know that many of you uh, listen to this podcast in your car or while you're doing something else. So teaching playing ideas normally doesn't work really well uh, in the, the format of this podcast. But I do, from time to time, think of things that actually are, are more conceptual that you can carry with you, and then the next time you sit at the drum kit, you can apply them. And so I want to make sure that I still cover those things on the podcast. So that's what we're going to talk about today, and then I believe on tomorrow's podcast as well as something along these lines. Uh, but today I want to talk about something that I've noticed not, I don't want to say most drummers, but many drummers that I work with um, exhibit this trait or this habit, and I want to know if maybe you have this same habit. And it's this. Uh, every year I work with, um, I invite about 10 drummers to come hang out with me in Nashville, each one-on-one. I call it a two-day intensive, and it's for two days. We, we go deep into their drumming um, and talk about studio drumming, all kinds of stuff. But 
We get really deep in the drumming, but before we ever get to the deep stuff, I always just ask the drummer to play a simple pattern. And then I look for a bunch of different things in their drumming. Uh, but one thing that I look at, look for almost immediately is I look and see where are they striking the drum, the snare drum, when they're playing their snare hits. So are they hitting right in the center of the head consistently? Um, and most of the time, the answer is no, they're not. Um, and so if they're not doing that, then I look and see, okay, well, are they hitting somewhere else on the drum consistently? Maybe they're not hitting right center. Maybe they're hitting a little, you know, a little south of center on the drum head, but they're hitting that spot, whatever, wherever it is, they're hitting that spot consistently. And most of the time, they're not doing that either. Now, there are a few people who, who do that. They just don't hit right in the center. But most drummers that I've worked with, they don't hit anywhere on the drum consistently. They're all over the place all the time. That, that snare drum stick is dancing all over the drum, north, south, east, west, every direction on the drum, head, they're, they're dancing around. And normally, in most playing situations, I think that most people, most drummers encounter, that won't really matter. And a lot of drummers just muffle all the life out of their drums so that, that, that moving the stick around the head a little bit like that really won't matter. But we're talking about people who want to become professionals. And uh, I think if you're listening to this podcast, you at least are serious about drumming. Maybe you don't want to be a professional drummer, but you're at least serious about being a drummer and get, being, becoming a better drummer. So I think that if you can't hit the center of the drum head consistently, it really... It, 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 there's, it's a problem for two reasons. The first one is that, like I just mentioned kind of, is that when, especially when, when your, your drums are mic'd up, that little small movement away from the center of the head or, or inconsistent placement of your, of your stick on the head really does cause an inconsistent sound from the drum. And the more kind of polished the situation you're in, the more, you know, the more mics you got on the drums, the more professional the studio recording uh, situation you're in or whatever it is, the more those nuances are going to be picked up and it's going to make more of a difference uh, if you can't play right in the center of the drum. So the first thing is the sonic thing. It's, it's you, you are changing the sound of your drum. It may not be easy to hear if you're really in the moment and you're playing, but if you were to, like I said, if you were to mic up the drums and listen back, it does make a difference. I promise you it does. Um, so that's one problem. The other problem, and I think this is much more important, is if you are not able to play consistently one spot on the drum, it means that you probably have a lack of control in your drumming. You are not in full control of your body and what you're doing on the drums. And I believe as drummers that we should have that as our goal. Complete control 100% of the time of what we're doing. So if, if you aren't able to do that thing, that means you don't have the control to do it. Another example of this is many drummers that I work with, um, they, I, I will ask them to play a pattern without any ghost notes you know, those little bitty quiet notes in between the big hits that a lot of times can add some good feel to a pattern, but aren't always necessary. I'll say don't play any ghost notes. And many drummers, when I tell them that, they'll start out just fine, but, you know, fairly quickly, they'll start playing those ghost notes again. And then at the end, I'll say, hey, you just added some ghost notes. They'll be like, really? I didn't realize I did that. And so that, again, is a lack of control. If you're not able to keep yourself from doing something on the drums, that is a lack of control. 
and a lack of control will come back to bite you in any professional situation on the drums. So how can you address that? Well, it's really hard to be objective about your drumming if you are in the middle of playing drums. So you've probably heard me say this a million times on the podcast, but I believe that the best way to address this issue or to or to objectively look at your drumming is by recording video of yourself. Now, it doesn't have to be professional or mic'd up or well-lit or anything. It can just be set up your phone, lean it on a stack of books or something, and, and hit record, and then go walk behind the drum set and play. But when you do that and you record and you're watching the video back of yourself playing, what you want to look for is basically imagine the the flow of movement start at the, the the tip of the drumstick right where it's striking the head and then basically move up the stick into your fingertips to your fingers to your hands to your wrists to your elbows your forearms all those different pieces all the way up all the way back to your core and every single one of those steps that's a, that's an opportunity for the, for a variable to be introduced or a place for inconsistency to enter the equation. So you might look at your own drumming when you're watching a video and realize, oh, you know what it is? It's I'm swinging my elbow around in a weird way or I'm shifting my shoulder forward and back when I play and that's actually what's causing the movement way down the line on the tip of the drumstick. It can be a very small inconsistency, but it's really hard to recognize that while you're playing. So we almost have to kind of approach this like, uh, you know, a professional golfer might look at video of his golf swing and analyze it. Or, you know, even a, a football player watching film of, of you know, the last, last week's game. If you're serious about your drumming, get serious about your drumming and actually start to look at some of the pieces of your playing that maybe are causing inconsistency. But I just want to remind you that the reason why we're doing this and the reason why you know, you want to go for this ultimate consistency or control is not to become a machine or a robot or overly perfect in our playing. It's to have that complete control so that we are able to speak uh, artistically and express the language of music in a way that we mean to express it. That we don't just open our mouth and have a bunch of words fall out that don't mean anything. Or we don't open our mouth This is all metaphor, of course. We don't open our mouth and have most of the words mean something, but we fill it in with a bunch of extra words that just are filler. We don't want that in our music. We want to say what we want to say, whether it's complex or simple, but we don't want to have a bunch of things that are getting in the way that aren't what we mean to do. And then, of course, if you mean to be a professional and to get hired by other people to play drums, you have to have that control in order to be able to do what someone else is asking you to do versus just what comes naturally to you 100% of the time. So look at your drumming, video, I was going to say videotape yourself, but no one has videotape anymore. Record a video of yourself playing drums, look back, see where the inconsistencies are, and then start addressing that. And uh, even if you can play consistently on the center of the drum when you focus and try hard, but you know if you're not focusing, then it drifts away, that's something to look at as well. And the goal is, of course, to get to where you're able to play the center of the drum when you're not overly focused on that piece of your drumming so that you can focus more on other aspects of drumming, like feel and timing and space and musicality, dynamics, all those things. So anyway, I hope this helps you out with your playing a little bit, and I can't wait to uh, join up with you again tomorrow for another episode of Drummer Daily. Bye for now. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.